Hello, and welcome to Framerate. This is Gary Yarbrough, and I am so stoked to welcome you all to this very special episode. Now, this is going to be a raw episode. This is kind of bare bones. Um, There might be some audio cuts and some pauses. This is pretty unedited, and this is pretty much straight from the heart. This is uh, a relaunch of this, this endeavor, and uh, this is all about perspective taking. This is all about embracing subjectivity over objectivity, and this is all about uh, kind of embracing putting my thoughts out there and connecting with others to uh, ask them about their thoughts. Uh, I'm starting this all with a very special uh, first episode uh, to kick off this kind of relaunch, and that is this episode of 11 Lessons I've Learned in My 2022. So again, this is going to be a bit rough. I recorded this today on my one-year anniversary of taking a huge leap of faith and leaving uh, a previous life behind and kind of journeying into the unknown. Uh, That was a brave decision. That was a a courageous move, and I've had a lot of ups and downs since then. It's kind of why I wanted to make this show, this episode, about some of the things I've learned. So thank you for listening, and I am so excited for uh, 2023, and uh, hopefully even maybe a few episodes before then. I'm not going to promise anything. I'm going to stay consistent. Uh, stay on the ball but really right now this is all about me celebrating uh, the relaunch of Framerate and you dear listener for uh, joining me on this this uh, new adventure so enjoy and thank you for everything All right. Welcome, everyone. This is uh, quite exciting for me. This is frame rate, if I'm going to still call it that. (laughs) A year-end episode to kind of spark anew for next year, 2023. This episode is 11 things I learned about my 2022. And I'm really excited uh, to share it with you guys, everyone listening to this, because um, this is an important time for me. It's a time when I'm coming back to find my voice again and share the gift of myself again. (laughs) And if that sounds a little cheesy, it probably is. Probably is a little bit uh, hippy dippy, and I'm I'm learning to lean into that a little bit. Um, And Maybe it's not so much crystal, but maybe crystal light, if you'll give me that. (laughs) Um, So if you're new, which most likely you are, because I didn't really uh, haven't done this in a long time, and uh, it was mostly for myself. But for now, this podcast is going to be about consistency, about um, inspiration, and uh, about following my interests, my insights, and uh, my advice, I guess, kind of trying to share um, my creativity and my special thoughts about things. Most likely, it'll be more often with others, but for this podcast uh, and for this episode, for this show, let's say it, 
I'd like to uh, have a little bit of reflection. So thanks for joining me. Um, and I'm just going to go ahead and say it. This is probably going to be a part one. Uh, I'm most likely going to talk about some goals moving forward uh, and kind of what I'm looking forward to for 2023. I've already mentioned a big part of what that's going to be, and that's consistency. Uh, and hopefully that, and not hopefully, <laughs> what I'm going to do is uh, make sure that that bears itself out in this podcast. Um, something that obviously most people do is kick themselves over things that they resent not doing earlier. Um, hence the common phrase, you know, best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. Um, second best time is now, right? So this is me planting my seeds at the end of 2022. I'm looking forward to 2023. So again, 11 lessons I learned from my 2022. All right, number one is to trust yourself, to take the leap, and <laughs> basically to let yourself know it's going to be okay. That's a huge thing I learned. And I want to open it with this one because the context of this podcast is that it is December 23rd, 2022, and exactly one year ago on December 23rd, 2021, I was getting on a plane and I was moving away from everything I knew in Thailand, Bangkok, Thailand, and pretty much, I wouldn't say blowing up my life, but, you know, really realizing what was important and mostly those were not material items. So I got rid of most, you know, I would say 90% of everything I owned. I had lived in Bangkok for eight years at that point. And, um, with my partner and I, uh, she had left the country earlier to traumatic circumstances with her family. We'll see how personal I get into this podcast, but uh, for the sake of this answer, just kind of, you know, very, very uh, sad circumstances. And uh, and I was in Thailand, but together we decided to take a leap. And that was critical. The fact that um, not only were we deciding to take this leap, but we weren't even together. Uh, she was in Ireland where I happen to be now visiting her. That's a happy note to kind of sprinkle in here. But a year ago, she was in Ireland, I was in Thailand, and we decided together to take the leap and move to America. Now, whatever leap of faith you as a listener or anyone kind of may or may not be on either side of, um, little or small, it's important uh, to always even be able to learn from your own histories of, of um, big decisions, big hurdles, and realize like, <laughs> like, I wish I could tell myself, it's going to be okay. And you know, it's going to be okay, because um, you're, you're going to be there for yourself, you know, you have to understand that you are your own best support. And to mention support, I obviously, uh, in my own experience, you know, there was a lot of family and a lot of friends that supported us. Um, it's something I'm internally grateful for. And, uh, for that, I'll kind of, um, tease one of my, my later uh, lessons, but definitely leaning into love is something I, I very much learned. So that's all interesting, uh, aspects. I learned about taking a leap of faith, like I did a year ago and moving, but I also recognize it every day in my day-to-day. -day. Um, what I'm going through right now, a year later, I feel like it's a transformation, but I can't blame myself for not going through it earlier. I feel like 
you have to understand that every moment has led you to this one. And, um, you know, if you, if you are recognizing a leap of faith, sometimes you don't always recognize them. It's, it's like a, uh, a caterpillar prime climbing into their cocoon. You know, it's, it's not just the breaking out as a butterfly that is to be celebrated as, as the Eureka moment. It's, uh, it's all of the work that's, that's gone into that, into breaking yourself down um, in order to turn into that primary, primordial ooze and, and come back out. I like to also look, think of this in terms of um, change. You know, it can be as big of a move as a move or family change, um, relationship change, but it can be as relevant as something like uh, social media at the moment. There's a lot of changes in the tech industry. I'm thinking a lot about it because I am trying to put my out, myself out there. And historically, over the last few years, Twitter really has been something I've used more than other social media websites like Instagram or others. And, uh, and we all know what's happened to Twitter in 2022. Um, and it's a time to think about change and change can be an opportunity to take that leap, uh, to really re rediscover yourself and reintroduce yourself to the world in, in many cases and to yourself. I really think that, um, <laughs> you know, I'm someone who, who has done things on stage. I'm someone who has done, um, you know, plenty of things where, it looks like you're using a megaphone to speak to others and maybe even a large group, but sometimes you're doing that really because you are your own, your most important audience member. Um, and I, and I really believe in that. Sometimes I think that, uh, we can be our own, uh, our, our, our biggest critic, but sometimes I think it's important to remember to also be your biggest fan to show up, be your best support, give yourself a hug, give yourself some flowers at the end of your performance. All right. So that's my first rambling answer that, uh, kind of bled into some more, but, uh, I'll do a few brief ones. This one's something I've always believed in, but it's definitely a lesson I I've relearned this year and that's be helpful. And that's true in work with friends. Uh, and what I've especially relearned this year uh, and moving back to the United States is with charity um, and the larger community, whatever community you're in. Uh, I had some very down moments this year and uh, the, some of the things that brought me out the most was literally going and volunteering, um, you know, handing out Thanksgiving meals, uh, going to, um, Actually, yeah, I'll shout them out. Tom's Palms, an excellent uh, organization in Arizona where I, I currently live. Strange to find myself there. Um, never lived in the, or been connected to Arizona, but I've been there for the last year. And so Tom's Palms, an excellent charity that works with uh, the homeless community in the area, as well as St. Augustine, another charity I work with. So two of these things, uh, two of these activities I've done. It's, I don't know, it's almost cheesy. You understand it, you've heard it before, but until you really do it, you don't really, it, it, you, you really absorb the fact that, yes, it, it feels good to give back. Uh, and there's really not, um, you know, maybe it just goes to back to our, our uh, historical selves, our tribal selves <laughs> that, uh, you know, we probably did, 
we wouldn't have survived in communities in uh, groups of a couple hundred you know nomadic humans we would not have been able to survive unless we were you know it felt good <laughs> uh, in our brains to help others because that's how um, you know you would evolve to be uh, humans that can help each other and actually survive so I think that charity yes it feels good do it do it for selfish reasons because screw it why not there's no bad reason to do charity <laughs> but also it, it really did connect me to the community when i was very alone and um and in, in other ways being helpful really is a just a stepping stone to make more connections you know i even in work you know just raise my hand if something is uh is asked like someone does want to do this in in there's a there's a caveat to this know your limits don't overextend your bandwidth i've also had to learn that this year but being helpful is one of the biggest ways i've i've been able to move forward um and not that i'll put it this way being helpful is one of the biggest ways i've illuminated illuminated a path forward for myself and realized you know, being able to take steps, whether it's in work or meeting friends or making connections. Uh, it's always a good kind of virtue to, to stick back on. Connected to that hard work. I would say remembering that hard work is learning and to be humble. Now, this is a very easy one to kind of <laughs> slap on a list of things you learned or, or slap on a list of advice to people. But I definitely relearned it this year in ways that you know, I thought I was being humble when I realized, no, like, seriously, just, you know, this is, you do need this, or you do, this is valuable. And um, in some instances, you know, I, I was doing some work, I was doing some jobs, and everything has a lesson for you. Um, I'm someone who's very inquisitive, and I love the way, I love learning how things work. So even if you were doing a side job or something, or, um, you know, learning, about something that you would otherwise someone might tell you is beneath you or whatever reason there might not be there there might be to not be humble uh sometimes you there's always something to learn and what you take with you you never know you know i i uh am in a position now where i'm very grateful and i feel like i'm i'm in a in a very um I'm, you know, I'm in a better position than I've been at in many times in this past year. However, I'm so grateful that I had a good at attitude and did my best throughout this whole year because I actually think I learned a lot. I think that uh, where I am now is thanks to uh, all the odd jobs and all the things I did this year that to get me here. So um, I'll try and be a little bit less vague. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's you know, nothing's ever beneath you, I would say, and you can never learn less. All right. So next thing I learned this year, and it's uh, get a little bit more somber, but you never know what people are going through. That's something I've heard said, that's something I've said, that's something I've understood before, but it's always good to relearn. It's always good to understand. And unfortunately, this year, I've learned it uh, personally, and with people close to me, you never know what people are going through. And when you're out in your life and when you have, when you come across people that, uh, you know, might look like they're 
they're, you might not even understand what they're going through. You, you might not even think about that the first time. That's the point. You might think, oh, that person's being an asshole or that person is, uh, there's no, like, why on earth would that person act that way towards me in this situation? And then you realize that everyone has their own inner lives and everyone has their demons, their issues. They could be having the shittiest day that you've never experienced, something worse that you've never experienced. And on the flip side of this, reach out to people, you know, whether you're down or whether you think they're down, sometimes being there for people when they need it is the hardest time to be there for them because they're trying to push you away. But we've all learned many ways uh, from people in the public, uh, you know, sphere, celebrities and others. And unfortunately, um, I would say people in private lives, I've had that experience that, you know, you need to Make sure that people know that you're there for them, that you love them, and reach out. Again, uh, I will mention hotline for Suicide Hotline in the United States is 988. Uh, you are not alone. Be there. Uh, people are here for you. Um, feel, free to reach, feel free to reach out to me. Um, I will be there for you uh, as I am trying to connect to more people myself. Uh, again, I also would recommend... <laughs> Finding some way to help. Being helpful is one of the biggest things that's helped me out when I fell down. So you never know what someone's going through. Think about that whenever you are going out and about. And in a small anecdote in that way, I've, I've noticed a lot of loneliness, not just sadness and a lot of, but loneliness is a huge cause of things. And um, when I was experiencing that this year, I would literally go to the grocery store to try and have eye contact with other shoppers and a small interaction with a cashier. <laughs> and that sounds sad, but uh, I know that I'm not the only one. You know, I know that there are people out there literally walking outside their houses uh, to walk around and hopefully someone will say hi to them and they can say hi back. Because that's, you know, sometimes, unfortunately, uh, often, unfortunately, I should say, uh, the, the kind of world that we've built for ourselves to live in. Um, but you don't have to be a prisoner to your own construction. There are communities you can join out there, and it's tough. But I uh, have also had to learn that lesson as why I'm, uh, you know, put it here. It's it's sometimes you have to reach out. In that kind of somber note that you never know what someone's going through, something I've really learned this year is that immigration, governments, migration, you know, government's uh, systems to limit and monitor and control the migration of humans just causes incredible pain and suffering. And I'm not trying to be political on what I believe or should or shouldn't be, but just to understand, you know, obviously through wars and, you know, you have refugees seeking asylum, political uh, upheaval in many countries uh, you have things like war but even just legal simple immigration for years I've realized how much it, it has affected me through work permit where I want to live and where I want to work and this year specifically it's uh, it's torn my own family apart uh, we've been in different countries as I mentioned earlier in this podcast 
Uh, <laughs> I was trying to stop saying that. Uh, it's a little bit cheesy. As I mentioned earlier, at the top of the show, you know, I am currently in Ireland, and that's to visit uh, my partner Becky, and she has uh, has not been able to to be with myself and our family and in, in our new family in the United States because she had to leave. And when she had to leave, she wasn't be able to come back until, you know, government paperwork in the immigration system. So it's one small story, one small experience, but knowing that how much pain it's caused us and our family um, and multiplied across millions, it's just, it's just really hard. And you understand, like, this is, is this is a painful thing for anyone that has to go through it. Um, and I, I think that is connected to, you never know what someone's going through. You know, these are, there's things like this, there's chronic illness, there's, you know, immigration, separated families, there's all kinds of things, grief from lost loved ones. You never know what people are going through. And um, this is one that I've really understood a lot of uh, from my own experiences this year that, yeah, government control, just separation of families, all that, the the lack of freedom to live and move and be free where you want to be on this earth is uh, is very difficult. I don't have answers, just um, something I've learned even more so this year. All right, next, I would say that I've learned this year is that when there are no more excuses, it's time to execute. <laughs> now this, this means for me, that sometimes I'm always telling myself a narrative as to why the things are or are not just the way they are, they should be or why I like them. And sometimes I tell myself that narrative so much that I for I forget the narrative, I just know the outcome is that Oh, I can't do that. And I've had some, <laughs> had some conversations with friends this this year and i remember they're like asking me oh why don't you do this or that and i'm like i forgot i had an excuse but <laughs> and i was sitting there racking my brain literally telling them oh i'm trying to trying to remember what my excuse was for you know not not doing that thing you're telling me i should do with my life and uh and that's why i realized you know instead of when you can't think of the excuse anymore trick yourself and execute before you can remember it <laughs> Because, you know, the excuse isn't going to do you any good. So if you forgot it or if it's moved before you can, your defense mechanism can really kick in, then it's time to execute. And this connects to the next point I have, which is trick yourself into breaking a block. So what I mean by that is, you know, change your environment, change your, your approach. Uh, just like I said, if, if you have an excuse usually and you forgot what it is or it changed and you're looking for another one, trick yourself and, and break those blocks down. Sometimes I'll, you know, usually do things that I'm procrastinated for a really long time as a way to procrastinate other things. And you know what? Fine. But when I had to pack for my trip recently, uh, for a week, guess what? I cleaned my place, my house, you know, in, in ways that I deep cleaned that I've never cleaned before. 
And sometimes that's, uh, you know, maybe an unhealthy way to go about things because you're not able to plan it, whatever, do what works for yourself. But what I'm saying is like, if you know yourself and you know your goals and you know what's blocking yourself, trick yourself, maybe. It's weird how sometimes I I get around to doing the things I've been meaning to do at 3 or 4 a.m., whatever that means, you know, before I go to sleep, because I feel like I won't let myself end the day before I've done the thing I've told myself I'm going to do. Um, whatever it is, I just, you know, use, use them, your own faults to your advantage. Sometimes your weaknesses are your strength if you play with them. So trick yourself into breaking a block is, is something I've learned this year. All right, a fun one in that way, um, into kind of executing, being productive. Here is maybe a bit of a controversial one, and we'll get into the ethics, but I believe that AI and these tools, I mean, again, AI is a term that is going to mean something different every year for the next 100 years, I'm sure, but AI is here to stay and to master your tools. Uh, tools are opportunities, not, uh, and I think you can use them or, or not. And um, yeah, so tools, tools are opportunities. You can use them or not. And I believe things like AI, you know, there's a lot of discussions, especially in the art community. And that's when I do believe there are ethical discussions to have over this. But, uh, you know, there are probably ethical discussions that happened 50 to 100 years ago uh, over all kinds of things that we were inventing. Um, I'm sure the calculator was a controversial tool that we were all going to lose our arithmetic uh, skills. So I would always say to, um, you know, master your tools. So definitely think about your tools and consider, uh, you know, not being cynical or not being afraid when something new like AI comes about. I will use the examples of, uh, you know, these writing AIs, and things where if if you can be an early adopter or if you can just not be afraid, I think they are going to just free our minds in, in many ways. Um, I've already written many rhyming Christmas poems for my four-year-old nephew. And, uh, and I feel like, <laughs> you know, using AI chatbots, and I feel like a super uncle. So, um, you know, that's a small and, and fun creative way, but... Uh, I think we are on the precipice of kind of an extension of our creative brains, an extension of us, and it's up to us how, to, how we're going to use it. All right, the next item I have on here is to lean into love and come back to community. Sometimes I think it's easy to feel like the first thing, the first thing you want to do when someone is trying to help you or uh, show up for you is uh, is to brush them off. Uh, I've learned this also that, you know, sometimes you do have to understand that people are there for you. People love you. Uh, and if you are lacking it, if you don't, if you find that you need it in your life, you need to show up for the small pieces that are there. Lean into it. I think that community is something that is so hard to come by in in our modern lives and 
it takes work. It takes effort on the individual's part as well. Um, sometimes showing up is most of it, but you got to continue to. So I really think that leaning in and coming back to community is a huge part of what I would, what I recommend to myself and what I've learned from this year. And that goes into the next one, which is show up for yourself. I spent a lot of time alone this year uh, from you know, things I mentioned, uh, being apart from my partner and um, understanding to, uh, to be there for yourself. Sometimes it's easy to feel the social pressures or, um, you know, the deadline pressures. I, I myself, I know that I, I think of people when I think of deadlines or I think of things like this. And um, it's hard to think of yourself as someone that you need to show up for because it's easy to give yourself slack, but you also want to have standards for yourself. Um, you know, strike that balance, be gentle, be kind, but also have, have a uh, believe in yourself, you know, have belief, have courage and have a, uh, trust that you're you can show up and you can do you can set the standards high for yourselves because you can actually meet those standards otherwise you know yourself you wouldn't be setting them <laughs> so it's a it's a tough balance you know be kind to yourself but also show up and the last bonus thing i'll mention is and this is not my own something i stole from ron funch's stand-up comedian this year but it pays to talk about the shit that you love and that's something I'm going to take into next year with this podcast.